Okay. Oh, it's been a week. Oh, has it been a week? It feels like it's been a whole goddamn month. It's been a time. Oh, you know what? I I have a message to send. It's too late now, but I'm going to share it anyway. Please share it. This is not a show for children unless you're mostly one of my friends who has kids who do not give a fuck about whether or not people say fuck in front of their children. What happened? Oh, no. I just, somebody said that to me. They were like, oh, actually. So I learned that gaudy positive is not something I should play in front of my kids. And most of my friends, though, I'm pretty sure don't was it care. The, was it the butt stuff line? Oh, it was probably the butt stuff line. It was line. probably the butt it stuff It could have been language. And I mean, it's under explicit. Yeah. And your friend should know who you are. Also, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> If I, I will say that like, if I ever do have children, I'm going to talk exactly how I do now. I mean, I will also talk to them like they're cute little puppies because yeah. they'll be mine and they'll be cute little puppies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You birthed those puppies. Yeah, I birthed those puppies. <laughs> what I'm really talking about is my future puppies. Yeah. I've got to put this. These mics pick up everything. Like you can just hear. You oh, put look at that. The coffee cup down. Wow. Where, where are we again? We're back in a wee work this we're, time. We're still gaudy positive. We're still gaudy positive. We are also in Burbank. Oh, yeah. We're in the Burbs. Um, yeah. We're deep in the Burbs, and uh, this is our second room. The first room mm-hmm. had no table, which, you I you mean- know, free flow. I get it. You just want to like, but it had musical instruments, which I guess is like, you know, when you're at the office and you're just in flow and then all of a sudden you're like, bro, I've been sitting and coding all day and now I got to fucking jam out. I get it. I like that the guy in that scenario is like also maybe a surfer. That was a girl. Oh, excuse. <laughs> I like I like her voice too. Hey, what, is, what an annoying person to date. Hey, so uh, so like, are you gonna like take me out for Valentine's Day? Like, I bought some legit lingerie for you, dude. Maybe you're gonna like, fucking love it. I don't think I can do. I was gonna do the voice and then I got nervous. But <laughs> so, can you just say I got you a sexy little pair of edible undies? Hey, dude. Look, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, dude, I got you some like legit edible undies to eat off me. And you're like, just remember, dude, take your insulin, okay? Because they are <laughs> full of sugar. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is Gaudy Positive. Hello. I'm Jenny Zagrino. I'm Kat Eves. I'm a stylist, though. Who knows for how much longer? You're going to be a stylist forever. I always say I'm going to quit. No, <laughs> here's the thing. Okay. So let me get into this real quick. Um, I just want to demystify some of the things about being a stylist. Okay. There's this great article that came out from Business of Fashion. If you don't read it and you actually are in the fashion business, then uh, you probably should be reading it. You should probably go back and read every single article they ever wrote because it's really good. It's called The Business of Fashion. The Business of Fashion. If you're not in fashion, I don't know. It might be interesting to you. But- Um, the main thing is they put this article out. It was called something like the unglamorous life of, uh, stylist to the stars. Yes. And the thing about this article is it totally rocked my soul. It was basically like, yeah, to be a stylist these days, you can't really make money at it. So you become a stylist so you can do other things like, you know, get brand endorsements or become a spokesperson for something or... Start your own line. Um, but basically what the article said is like, yeah, even the A-list stylists aren't really making money on styling. Yeah. Where it's like, you, this is a jumping block to you being an Instagram star. Right. Or, exactly. yeah, or just being an, an icon brand. So you have to be famous yourself in order right. to like actually... Okay, I mean, that sounds like what's happening in our time. Yeah, that's happening so many different places, but it was really interesting to see that these people who are styling, like, big names that you know are also not making any money on it. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Oh, what was um, that uh, Instagram that's so popular of that model, quote-unquote, model, who is a quote-unquote model, who Mm. is in CGI Oh, yeah. I mean, seriously. I saw that and was kind of like upset on behalf of all my model friends who yeah. spend like tired, like tons of money on doing test shoots and things to keep their portfolio current. Sometimes have to go out of pocket when they're doing things, yeah. get big pay cuts when, you know, they want to work with a brand that says, no, we're not going to pay you this, but we'll pay you an exposure. You Ooh. know, I mean, it's just like 
yeah, that CGI model is felt kind of like gutless. It was it's just awful. Gro- it feels super gross. It Ugh. feels so gross. Just like the movie Simone starring Al Pacino. Oh, wait, what movie is that? That was where he man he made a CGI lady actress. Oh my god. Are we going to start like a gaudy positive movie library? Of just gaudy Al Pacino movies? Yes. Because I think I talked about cruising. Yeah, actually, (laughs) it's correct. One thing you should know about me is I love Al Pacino. You know what? You should. I really love him. Do you think that secretly, I like to think that secretly Al Pacino is like a Liberace. Like, I think that secretly. Like he's gay? No, well, maybe. But like, no, really what I meant was just that, uh, ooh, children are walking by. Yep. We're Good. good. Excellent. Guys, it's DIY. Do it yourself. I love it. The mom like looked at us and saw that we were recording and was like, cool, whatever. My kid's going to sing. <laughs> it's fine. Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. Um, we don't want to stop that kid's no, body. No, I just like this thing where Al Pacino, this idea that Al Pacino secretly has just a huge walk-in closet full of like I really wanted studded to say dick. jumpsuits. I wanted to say dick well, so studded, badly. Well, a huge studded dick. Has <laughs> a huge walk-in closet of studded jumpsuits for his dick. I, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but I look, I think, I bet he has a very nice closet. <laughs> I thought you were going to say dick. And he does have a great <laughs> dick. I mean, now he's old, but now that old, old guys can't have good dicks. Yeah, that's not very body positive. <laughs> well, let's old say, dick could most be Most old guys positive. don't have nice wieners. But yeah, anyways. That's true. For the, all the old guys Why, listening to every, the show. You know what? You know what time it is? It's time to talk about dicks, just look. like we do in every episode. I'm just saying that, um, I look, Al Pacino, every time I see him dressed for an event, it's a very, like, uh, he, his style is very um, New York director from, like, 1981 with, like, a scarf. Hell yeah. Uh, a long coat. Definitely some, like, gold, Awesome, like Elvis sunglasses. Yes. Like some Kazals. Yes. Uh, Have you ever seen him trying to be funny? No. It's weird. That's not <laughs> correct in the world. Like I used to watch a lot of like um, old uh, award ceremonies of him like trying to give away awards uh-huh. and like make jokes. Oh and it's no! Just like, and someone else wrote those jokes. Oh and it's just no! Not... You're just like oh you're trying. Like oh, when pr- like trying. at one time Prince during one of the um, music awards dressed up like an old guy and gave an award out like an old guy and tried to be funny and it was really weird like really uncomfortable people should google this oh my god i love prince but it was just wait we don't have a website yet we We should do that we have a pod bean we have a pod bean (laughs) what is a pod what is a pod bean it's so cute that's why we uh, have it yeah it's hard to find yeah, it is. But um, if and if and when we create, we'll create one. Yeah, we will. Um, when we create a website, we should definitely find this we'll clip. Of these weird clips. Yeah, we're gonna make our <laughs> recommended watching Al Pac- of Al Pacino movies. <laughs> this is gonna be really good. Oh, I will. I will have a list of Al Pacino movies that needed to be watched. But okay, back to the stylist. Oh stuff. yeah, no, it's not. It's just a sort of like depressing, right? So I'm like in the spot where I'm like, yeah. okay, well, it turns out that I'm not a fuck up because I can't seem to, like, make money appear even though I get paid for it. Um, would this be something where you would go- eventually go into, like, maybe not celebrity styling, but then go into, like, costumes or working for a costume or... You know, I don't want to... Here's the thing. is like, as much as I love working on sets and I love being on films and, like, TV sets, whatever, like, yeah. photo... It doesn't really matter. Like, there's something about being on set that's really intoxicating. It is. It's really fun. It is. It makes you... I think part of it is that you're there and it's, like, this group of people all got together. A lot of them are strangers in most yeah. cases. Um, some, not always, sometimes it's really like a group of friends, like your show yeah. when we did badass bitches of history, shout out. Yeah. Um, you can find that on YouTube. Uh, when we filmed your series, uh, most of those people were your friends, which was really, really unique and fucking cool. It's, I feel like, um, having worked in film and then in comedy too, is that you do like pick up specific people where yeah. like. I, in my head, I'm like, I'm working with that person in the future. I'm working with that person in the future. I'm going to work with that person in the future. Like, it's, you find the people that you want to work with and you know you're going to work well with. Totally. And then you back pocket them for when you have really good projects. Yeah. And then I think, like, to what you're saying, 
I feel very isolated in my job, and I'm sure as a stylist too, mm-hmm. it can be very isolating when you're just sitting with yourself, mm-hmm. looking up styles, looking up things. Yep. So when you're on set, you're with other people, and it's yeah. so nice. Well, that's one of the things that's kind of interesting about styling too is that a lot of the job is about making relationships. You know, yeah. you're you're constantly forming new relationships with new relationships with new designers Mm -hmm. and you're nurturing old relationships with designers you know already you want to try to keep them um in mind and you also want to be on their mind so that they're constantly letting you know what they're up to so it is a lot of like it's a constant networking job but at the same time you're still doing a lot of that over like email and occasional events but it's not you're not seeing them every day like you would in an office yeah so but I think that's one of the things that's also cool about the set is like Everybody who's there, I mean, I've definitely walked onto sets where I've been like, whoa, that person has a bad vibe or that person's a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I watched a PA get uh, fired pretty much on the spot because he was a real... They were the weirdest. He was a little... He was... What is that about? Yeah, I don't know. I've had some like amazing PAs and then there's some where you're just like, oh, you're going to be a PA forever because you are strange. I don't know. You know, but, um, but for the most part, like yeah. you have a group of people who are all like really, you know, you just got a, a bunch of people who are really happy to be there. Cause they're like, oh shit, I get to do the thing that I love for yeah. a living, you know? And I get to work. And I get work to work. Work is great. And I'm, oh my God, I'm working. Yeah. yeah. That's the other side of it. Right? I do. I do love being on set. I do miss it. Yeah. Um, but I love doing that. But at the same time, from like a costume designer's point of view, like the people who I know are costume designers have been doing this for like. 10, 15, 20 years. Like they are in it for the long haul. And one of the other things that's kind of depressing is, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but I had someone reach out to me recently about styling a show when it was a mini series and it was going to show on a major network. Yeah. Um, And it was like, they were like six minute episodes. So it was like literally that thing that runs between the one show and another on TV. Oh yeah. So it was kind of like, I, it's not a throwaway show by any means, but it's yeah. just sort of like, it's not like a full program. Yeah. Um, I think we were going to do six episodes and I needed to have 12 outfits and they wanted to pay me $150 a day. No. Yeah. It's and so I was hard. like, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll do it because there are these amazing people involved with it. Yeah. And then they got back to me and they said, actually, we found somebody who has just a deeper IMDb than you, you know, their credits are longer, but they told me who it was. So I looked at her profile and I was like, oh shit, this person has literally been working almost full time since 2008. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, you know, you're happy to lose jobs, people who've been in it for 10 years. But then I also can't, I, I actually tried to negotiate my rate with the guy over the phone and he was like, yeah, we just really don't have the budget for more than $150. Wait, so then they got someone who's been working since 2008 to work at that price? That's my question. I don't think so. Right? So, (laughs) right? I mean, but that's the thing is like, but you look at the reality of this, like $150 an hour is pretty much just over, uh, actually, no, I think that's that's minimum wage. That's minimum wage. I think SAG um, extras make about that. Yeah. Yeah. To just stand and be like, hey, Well, that's And that's the thing is like, at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, like, is this worth yeah. crushing my body over to do this? Because that's the other thing is I also have an illness. So yeah. I live with lupus, which, frankly, if we're, I'm just going to put this out yeah. here. Lupus means wolf. Which is great. Can which I, is cool. So I have the most one, badass disease. One suggestion before you, when you start what on is lupus. It? Yes. <laughs> so your beautiful breasts oh. are hitting... <laughs> Oh, no. I'm hitting oh my God. this and making noises. No, my boobs. So, <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to address. They're always in the way. I, look, we're just going we to fix Sideways. it. We're cool. fixing it. We did it. It's done. Now you're now. Did you guys hear that the whole time? You're welcome. <laughs> I just was like, what's That's that how my low, say hello. That low bass. And I was like, oh, it's her titties. All about that bass. About that bass. No <laughs> boobies. You know. I wish I had boobies. You know what? You do. You have jubies. I have jubies. But like, you know. <laughs> they look, look, I had to, I had the other day, I did have to lift them in order to get the nipple hair off the bottom <laughs> of the tit <laughs> that were growing real crazy because oh, I never yes. see them. So you they, know what? They if you were truly gaudy positive, you'd have been like, I need beads. Just <laughs> put a little Just bead on braid there. Em. Just braid them. <laughs> 
pull a beat on the end? No, they were just they were they weren't substantial. They were long enough, but they weren't substantial enough I'm to just saying, to carry the weight of a beat. If you did that, <laughs> it would be like you had titty fringe. I mean, I already have titty fringe. There's a child <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Oh, she saw my tit hair. Anyways. <laughs> you know so. what? That that little child screaming in the background was like... It was the sound of my hair being pulled out from my tits. <laughs> that was somebody really enjoying the idea of titty fringe. That's all I'm saying. You know titty what? Titty fringe? I love it. There have been so many things in terms of body hair that we've talked about. Or not we've talked about, but like there's Merkins. There's like people being like, no, I don't shave my armpit hair anymore. Yeah. In fact, I dye it. You know, da, 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 da. That's a bit... That's a little what much. What about nipple hair? I mean... Free the nipple hair. Look, it's free already. Yeah. <laughs> okay? It just... It simply exists because I'm forgetful. I don't just... Yeah. Get... And it's just the... It's just literally the left one that mm. I think has a real hormone problem. The left one's like, hello! Yeah, the left one is like, uh, you know... Can you give it a voice? <laughs> hello! <laughs> That's my left tit. <laughs> I took a sip of coffee at like the exact wrong moment for that. <laughs> Okay, wait. Oh my so. God, Jenny, your bras, <laughs> your bras barely fit. And I'm like, left tit, maybe you grew a little bit more. Nah, I'm the runt of the family. That's what it sounds like. It's very depressing. But you know what? I will mm. say, we'll get into it later. I did hook up with two people in New Orleans. Ooh. No complaints yes. about my left tit. Yes, that's right. So now you're a wolf. Okay. Oh, no, I'm a wolf. Right. Okay, so lupus. So I have lupus, which is a, which is Latin for wolf, which I only say that so that I can, which is my part of my speech. Yes. Part of my speech is if you're going to get a disease, get the one that's like a badass animal. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, you know, my body's just fighting with itself. No big deal. (laughs) Every day. So anyway, living with illness and, and working on sets for 10 to 12 hours a day and realizing that like the best way to do that and actually make money is to just never stop working. Yeah. You know, you got to find another way. Yeah. There is uh, a level of Mm self-care to this, to being Mm self-employed, and I'm trying to find the balance of it. Um, I've gone crazy several times this year. Mm. I've had to call crisis centers just from overworking and Mm. not being able to manage. And, you know, it's like, is it, like, some of it's, you're like, is this really worth it? Like, yeah, that's real. Like, is the 150 a day worth it? No. For the work. Sometimes. Yeah. In the beginning, yes. But it's like, and I, I feel weird saying that because there's a certain amount of privilege to even be able to say that. Like the idea that I could even take $150 a day jobs in the beginning is like, yeah, or free work, which is really I mean, I hard. get it, but also, no. Like, <laughs> I mean, the truth, is, here's the thing. I, I like talking about all of this because nobody talks about this shit, right? Yeah. Like they do to a certain extent, but it's in some shorter form or it's like a one-off comment and it's usually made after someone's already made it. Yeah. It's not like, oh, actually I'm in the middle of the shit storm where I'm like, okay, how am I going to pay my PG&E bill before it goes off in two days? You know, which is by the way, like real, (laughs) real story, but like, you're going to do it. You know, most, uh, most people who are in this business who are not wealthy, which a lot of them are, Yes. If they're not wealthy, then they're going into debt trying to make it happen. You know, like I talked with a friend recently who told me she filed for bankruptcy and I, you know, I have credit card debt and she almost made it sound appealing. Not that I would ever think bankruptcy is (laughs) actually appealing, but she almost made it sound like, wow, that sounds like such a relief. But you know, the reality is as a stylist, you're putting thousands and thousands of dollars on your credit card. Yeah. Pretty much every time you work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, unless you get the company credit card, right. which I'm sure if you're doing these small ones, there's no, no company credit card. I have only had three jobs where I was actually given an advance Yeah, from the, from the company to do that. So, you know, and even then you go over the advance every time. Yeah. And then you just give it back. You go return a bunch of shit. Yeah. Well, you want it to look fabulous. Right. That's the thing. So those are, that's like the nitty gritty of being a stylist is like you work really hard. You're on your feet. You're returning shitloads of stuff and trying not to get recognized, which is why I make my husband (laughs) do my returns. Poor Rob. He returns all of these like lady clothes. Yeah. He's like, my wife has a shopping problem. You know, like we have all (laughs) kinds of excuses. My favorite one. I can just imagine him at the Macy's just being like, well, his. Yeah. 
you know, my wife's just really just going through some stuff right now, and, uh, you know, we're got a baby back home, and <laughs> we can't feed it unless I return. Well, I think that's the thing is all if these I go squirts. in and I'm, like, returning, like, 20 dresses that are all size 2, they're like, okay, <laughs> you're clearly a stylist or something yeah. because you don't fit into those. Oh, I <laughs> do know? this. I do it all the time for every audition. I go out, I buy a new wardrobe at Target, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I wear it for the audition. And then what I'll do for my little superstitions mm. is if I feel like I might have a chance, I'll keep it, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm just kind of like, okay, I need to forget about that audition, which yeah. uh, just so people know, there are many auditions everyone needs to forget about, which I, <laughs> I'm i going to talk about. I'm going to talk about dressing for your audition because oh, I yeah. think it's important. Yeah. Um, and I'll return it. But then sometimes I just forget or I go out of town. So now mm-hmm. I have like blazers and work shirts where I'm like, I'm never going to wear yeah. these things. Yeah. You forget. Something happens. You know, yeah. Sometimes I keep things even like from productions. Like yeah. badass bitches, I ended up keeping some of the stuff I ordered because yeah, I was like, I, kept I could too. use this. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I have all the clothes from Katisha from Fifty Shades of Black. Oh, wow. And then I kept a couple of the bras from... Uh, um, Bad Santa too, because oh. they reinforce them to give me big old titties. Mm. Again, back to the titties. Little left tit, not working, not working hard. Okay, it's a little yeah. lazy. Oh. Um, so they needed to reinforce. A little sloppy pup over sloppy. there. <laughs> I just made that up and I liked it. I'm little sloppy puppies over here. Okay, so have you heard of the bra company Third Love? I have not. So Third Love. I, I will say full disclosure, this is not an ad. If yeah. they want to sponsor us, I would take it. They're an ethical brand, so that's yes. cool. Oh, awesome. Um, I haven't tried their bras out for myself yet because they only recently started carrying my size, and I'm still not sure that it's big enough. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Real titties? talk. Can I, can big I ask old your titty sizes? Uh, yeah, I'm a thir- I'm like somewhere between a 36 and a 38 right now. Yes. Yeah. No, what's the, what's I like the cup, cupcakes. baby? But my cup size is... Are you ready for it? Yeah. I'm like an HI. Woo! I'm basically, I'm saying hi. Yeah, hi. And they're two different Them sizes, like, so they probably hey. are. I kind one of saying hi, one saying hey. Hey. Yeah, exactly. One, and But Third Love's cool because if you go on their website, they have like this thing that they take you through of like, which of these breast shapes is your shape? Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I think mine was like bell-shaped. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. But it's like an upside down bell. It's like little droops. I had, I, I think I told you about this, but I had a friend who came over and was telling me about this um, breast augmentation she had done and how awful and deformed her titties were before. And I was oh. like, show me them titties. Oh, yes. And then she showed me and they just looked very similar to my tits. Oh. And I was like, oh. And she was like, um, I mean, I mean it's like, it's not... I mean, everyone's breasts are, are beautiful, but I just, I was uncomfortable with mine. Wow. And I was like, Oh, you're saying like, the before oh, was yours. The before. That's really but awkward. Because she, she said she has something called tubular breasts. If you look at actual tubular breasts are like legitimately I'm a, a thing, right? right? I'm and if you Googling. have them, you know, um, there is a way or just love them. Just love your tubey titties, you I'm know? I'm them up right now. And, um, and... So then I was like, oh no, like I have tubular breasts now. Yeah. But now, but actually I like talked to my gyno and she's like, you don't have those. You just have regular tits. And I was just like, oh, thank you. I like made her look at them. Oh. I was like, what's wrong with these? And she's like, they're fine. You're going to be okay. I think though I might have like a little higher testosterone. Hmm. Because I have, they're a little more pointy and they're a little, just whatever, I'm talking about my tits, who cares? They go, they are a little more spread in mm-hmm. the middle. Yeah. Which I've learned is going to make, space. it's going to make breastfeeding difficult. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Which well, I was like. I mean, it's, I'm not breastfeeding my puppies, so it's fine. I, I breastfeed Lupe oh. every day. So, you know, <laughs> here I am, just a medical miracle, just producing milk. <laughs> I wanted to laugh initially and was like, I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. Uh, I would really if I funny. could. If someone was like, Jenny, you if you don't you breastfeed could. your dog, she'll die. Would you get one of those like, like fake breasts like up. Robert De Niro has? What's that? Do you remember from um, uh, Meet the Parents and oh, yeah. he's got the fake tit? <laughs> would you do that? No, I just give her my real tit. I just want you to know that at the end of the search for tubular breasts, which I did look up. 
Yeah. For some reason, it goes right into testicles. That's weird. Oh, weird. They're not but the same. All tit- they could also just be like tubular, dude. Tubular, You got dude. tubular tits, Maybe there's bro. tubular testicles. Yeah, maybe it's... That'll be my next that'd be search. Cone, cone testes. Cone testes. Oh, they're sharp at the end. They're like little Ooh. Christmas trees. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, like little ornaments cute. from them. What were we talking about before I got to the two? I don't know. Oh, bras, the third love. Yeah, third love. So they have all these different shapes. I think every woman should actually go on, even if you don't get a third love bra. I'm going to look. I just like, I'm really interested now. I want to know what shapes you are. So here's my challenge for you, if you listen to this, is I want you to go on third love. And also, by the way, I just want to say, like, does not matter what gender you are, because we all have titties. We all do. Everybody has nipples. Yeah. There's a whole book called Why Do Men Have Nipples? Do they get to the bottom of it? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's something to do with what happens in like zygote land. Well, we all start off as female. Yeah, just so everyone knows, we are the superior race. Yeah, we all. Oh, I just read this book. Superior race? I meant gender, sex. I don't know. We're just better. Fucked up. You can say we're better. We're just better. Um, we're all equal. I read this book called An Inferior, which is this basically. It is this um journalist, scientific journalist, who kind of debunks all these different scientific ways that men and women are different, like kind of dumb things that are like, oh, well, women are better at multitasking because look at their brain waves or whatever, (laughs) which is such bullshit. Um, But kind of- Also, multitasking is not real. Yeah, it's like- It's total bullshit. You have no- There's no such thing as multitasking. So, but then she like kind of makes this case for like menopausal women. Like why do women go into menopause but men don't? And there's like kind of an interesting- um, uh, what's the word? Uh, evolved reason for it that has to do with like hunter gatherers, and you know she also basically says that like we were a hunter gatherer society before agriculture, mm-hmm. and when the men are off hunting and there's months of no food, who's doing it? It's the women. Yeah. How everything. much the women were actually working, and then kind of this basically like alluding to this idea that. This idea of women being property really starts during um, agriculture. Because hmm. before that, we're all very equal. Interesting. But then once you start getting into this idea of property, mm-hmm. and it's it's a really interesting book. I really recommend people read it. Inferior. I love it's it. It's very good. I'm into that um, history shit. Oh, I'm going to pause this because I'm going to find out my titty size. Okay. Okay. So I'm looking at these, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm several. Of these. Oh, you're, you're several shapes. So, okay. I think that there's definitely asymmetrical, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But everyone's asymmetrical. Yeah. Every person. Yeah. Because we all have like a dom... I, I assume it's like your dominant hand. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm asymmetrical in every part of my body, so it's fine. Everyone has, a, has like an eye that's like a little higher or a little bigger. Like everyone's... Mm-hmm. It's just dominant. I have all of it. And then I think I have like a relaxed, softer tissue and nipples point slightly downward. Oh, okay. But they're not saggy though. So mm-hmm. they're also kind of east and west. Hmm. Nipples point outward, opposite directions. And uh, they don't have anything about hair on here. Where's the hair? <laughs> well, well, that's how, probably not going to... How is this bra going to fit right. all this hair? How do I get my, my <laughs> nip hair through the bra so it can point out and stick people? I'm going to say relaxed breasts. You know <laughs> what? I like the wording of that. It's very positive. Your tits are just relaxing. You know just relax your titties. You have saggy tits. They're just on vacay. Oh, shit. <laughs> Permanent vacay. Mine have been on permanent vacay since they were boobs. Oh, yeah, since they started. I remember when they came in, I was like, that, that's it? Yeah. And they look like this? Like I was yeah. like, when's it going to change? Yeah. I was like in my 20s, and I remember people talking about like the pencil test. You know about the pencil test? No, what's the pencil test? The pencil test is you know your boobs are saggy if you can stick a pencil under them and it stays there. And I was like, I could... Put like the entire notebook under mine. <laughs> like I you mean, could, you could definitely. I could definitely hide some that. goods in there. Yeah, that's the thing. Some people, <sighs> some people have tits that defy logic. Just shit invented by boys. Yeah, well, and to make women feel bad about themselves. Also, women do things to make women feel bad about themselves too. That's, that's real. True. Oh, all the time. Uh huh. But do you think that there's some real cunty women out there? Do you think there wasn't like there was a girl that was saying to do that, or a guy who's like, "Oh, my 
<sighs> girlfriend can't hold any stationery <laughs> under her titties. I actually think that men are amused by the idea of keeping things under your boobs. I don't think men are that upset about it. I, I mean, think I'm men amused are kind by of it like, too. Yeah. I think men are kind of like stoked that you could like there's storage. That I'm comes, sure there's this a cracker. comes with storage, right? Yeah. I always was jealous of at the Ren Fair all the women who would put stuff in their titties like little dragons and shit. Yeah, that would be me. I would have couldn't so many it. secrets up in there. I couldn't have any dragons mm. down there. <laughs> or you they'd have like ice coolers or like a little vial where you'd yeah. put ice in it and you put in your titty. Oh, I would do that. Yeah, and like cool I'm gonna down. do that all the time. You should just do it right now. Do Don't it right put now. some ice. You know, in like your some bra. whiskey stones. Like just put some. <laughs> you know what? I Here's like the whiskey thing. stones. Why haven't I thought about this? I wanna. I want a bra. Like you know, that all my bras have underwire. I have one bra that doesn't have underwire in it, and yeah. it's some sort of magical wizard bra. <laughs> but everything else I have has, has to have massive amounts of underwire and support. Yeah. So why didn't I put my bra in the freezer? Oh, because it will shatter. Well, it's not going to shatter. Bras will shatter. No, they, they do. No, they do. You well, say this like it's science. You going to do this? Now I got to Google. Oh. oh, you're fired. That's it. That wasn't even a titty. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm not also not editing this because this is going straight up. Yeah. So, Don't. okay. Now yeah. I'm, I'm going to Google, um, will my bra shatter in the freezer? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to shatter. I actually recommend putting jeans in the freezer. I'm not good about this myself because usually I wear them It keeps them fresh, them right? Yeah, you put them in, instead of washing your jeans all the time where you'll like lose the indigo and they'll just fade out and okay. apart. <laughs> well, this is what came up. Are you storing your cannabis concentrates properly? <laughs> oh, that's not the same. Okay, yeah, but they both are shattered. It says, don't shattered. put them in your bra. That's what it says. <laughs> it's not going to, your bra is not going to shatter in if you put it in the freezer. Okay. I mean, no. you're not dousing it in water first. Yeah, but um, if it has like any of the stuffing in it, yeah, it will it will do it. You're just making shit up. It's, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> what happens, uh, it gets really cold and stiff, okay? Yeah. Because the the, the But stuff... it doesn't get frozen. Stiff. Okay, so I used to have a Tempur-Pedic bed. Uh-huh. The original. Okay. And living in Minnesota, um, there was a leak in my window. So I it do like... forget that you are from a cold place. I am from a cold place. And it would um so the cold air would get would go onto the Tempur-Pedic and it would freeze the Tempur-Pedic mattress. Oh. And like I remember <laughs> being like sixteen and like you know you come home and you're like jump on the bed. I remember jumping on it, and literally it felt like I jumped on a plank of wood. Oh, my God. It was so painful. That is some real... I have never... Yeah, like if you put a Tempur-Pedic pillow and you leave it in your car overnight, when oh it's God. cold, it freezes. Oh, because it's very porous. Yeah, it gets to like a block. And it probably like soaks up all the moisture from the air and then gets cold. Also, it's space freezes. foam. Space foam. Which you think being space foam, space is cold. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. If you had... The money, would you get a breast augmentation? Hmm. Okay, I've looked into this. You have, yeah. I've looked into this because I've looked into what's called the fat transplants. Oh. Because I didn't want to. You don't want the fake ones. I don't want fake titties. Yeah. And okay, let's let's talk about body positive and its relation to body augmentation for a minute because I think that's an interesting topic. Sure. And I think, you know, I'm sure, oh, sorry, I just want justice. Okay. I'm sure that like a lot of people, you know, uh, struggle with this where you're like trying to love yourself, but also mm-hmm. we live in LA, we live in a world of Botox. Yeah. Where you're just like, I'm just getting a little thing here and a little thing there. Yeah. It's so normal here that you don't even. Yeah. Like I'm even, it. I'm even thinking about getting it on my forehead because I get headaches mm-hmm. from that's legit being sad all the time oh. <laughs> from frowning. Oh. Do you ever like I go to sleep and then I like feel my forehead release? Oh, and I'm like, whoa, shit! <laughs> I've been just night angry this whole time. So you carry a lot of tension up there. I carry a lot of tension up mm. there. It's, I mean, I'm on my phone all the time. Yeah. Um, and I look, I look into this stuff, but it's like, okay, where's that, where is that, um, that happy place of like, I can still be gaudy positive and Mm -hmm. like myself, but also do these really horrifying medical things. Wait, have you invested in blue light glasses yet? What is that? Okay. So this is my gaudy positive thing. This is where my little secrets come out. So I got, 
blue light glasses and they're, I wear contact lenses, yeah. first of all. I've wore, I've, I am super blind. Like if yeah. I took my lenses out, I would not be able to get from one side of the room to the other without probably running into everything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm really, really, <laughs> really uh, nearsighted. Um, ooh, sorry, I did a thing. And What'd you do? Oh, I hit my arm on the thing. Oh, I didn't even hear it. It wasn't even a titty this so time. So it it's arm. fine. You guys, we're professionals. Um, <laughs> no, so blue light glasses, if you are on a screen all day, which I am, yeah. Um, you put these glasses on and the lenses are just regular. You can get a prescription in them, but I didn't. Oh, I and just, they filter out the blue light? They filter out the blue light from the screens. It's supposed to be like the harmful light that comes through. So it's supposed to help you with your sleep and maybe even some stress Ooh. and things like that. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to look into that. But so, I got real stoked about it, though, because I was like, yay, new glasses. And so I, like, did the thing online where I filled out, you know, like, I you yeah. upload your selfie and then you can try different glasses oh, on virtually. That's and really I'm cute. so excited. And they're not expensive. You know, you don't have to spend a lot of money to get them. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm super nerdy about it because I was like, oh, yay, new glasses. <laughs> I need to get those, man. Yeah. I, my phone does the blue light thing at night now. Yeah. I do it, but... This is even better. Well, look, someone's. Everybody, I just want you to know that apparently there's a game of dodgeball happening in the hallway. So if you hear background noise, I mean, WeWorks are crazy. WeWorks got rural community rural people working together. Do people say crunk? No, they don't. Okay. You shouldn't say it either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely shouldn't. But I, it was the first word that came to mind, and I was like, you know, word vomit. Crunk. Yeah. Crunk. I don't think that's a thing. You know what? They're getting real. What's a word that like turned? I want lit. a word that like yeah, but from like 1995 Will Smith album. Um, they're getting real jiggy with it. Jiggy, they're getting real they're getting jiggy. <laughs> Is that a bad word? She's getting jiggy with it. it. Feels bad. No, it's not bad. I don't know. Jiggy with it. If you listen to this and you're like, I am offended. Let me know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just Everyone's don't know things. I'm be an idiot. Offended. It's fine. I'm sure there's some people who are just like, uh, nipple hair is great, and how dare you disparage. Or tubular titties. I love tubey titties. No, this is the real shit, though. This is the real shit. So, okay. So, I've looked in this thing called fat transplants. Mm -hmm. And what it is is they take fat from another part of your body and put it in your titties. And it's mostly used for, like, not, like, a a significant difference. But, like, you can use it to change the shape. Mm -hmm. And you can... A lot of people who have, like, have had... uh, What is it? uh, What do you... Breast cancer and mastectomy? Yeah. They'll they'll do it just to like add, but yeah, fat has memory, so it's just gonna go back to where it was. Oh, yeah. So if you get fat from your back, that fat is like, what am I doing here? Oh, I need to take an Uber back to the yeah. back. Our fat cells are much smarter than we give them credit yes. for. Yes, yes. So that is one thing that it's not it's as not permanent. permanent as you want. Interesting. You know, and it's like it's basically it's like combining liposuction and that. And I was just like, that's like a lot of surgeries for whatever. And it's just like... So it's just like, maybe I should just accept what I am. Yeah, like, it's just I can't go braless. It looks weird. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, here's the thing is, like, you can go braless, and that's your choice. But here's the the thing that, like, I I get a little crazy about. I just have, like, one undersweat titty. And, again, the left one's just like, Uh hey! Yeah, well, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice that one is just does not need the other. Yeah, sweat. one's just hanging out. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, here's the thing: is like body positivity is uh, one of those things that means something different for a lots of different people. Yeah, but in general, it is about self acceptance, and not everybody. I there are very few people who I think would ever say I'm 100% body positive all the time about every yeah. part of my body. Yeah, you know, no one is. It's a spectrum. If you are, and, you're a psychopath. Well, I wouldn't say they're a psychopath. I would say they have reached, you know, the Nirvana? ultimate. Yeah, I don't know. Am I supposed to say that? Fuck, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I feel like, I think anyone who's 100% of anything is a psychopath. <laughs> anyone who's like 100% yeah, this and that, it, it's, you're crazy. And it that. feels a little, it feels like it could be dishonest, but I don't think it is. I think it's just like... I think that the reality is that there's how we feel about ourselves and there's how society tells us we have to feel about ourselves. Yes. And sometimes it can be really hard, even if you are the most, you have the best self-esteem, you're the most like self-actualized person, you're still going to have days where you're like, 
fuck, society is really wearing on me. Yeah. And so that's the thing is like, I think if, if you lived in a vacuum where you never saw anybody else's titties and you never, <laughs> sorry, the word titties makes me laugh I every love time. the word titties. Titties. And I love saying tickle bitties. Oh, tickle bitties. Tickle bitties. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, like if you have all that going on, like if you never saw anybody else's boobs, then you would probably just be like, oh, they're just yeah. there. Like you wouldn't think about it. Yeah. But that's the reality of like living on a planet with lots of other people where we have diverse bodies and diverse, you know, titties. <laughs> it's that's that's what it is. I think I'm never going to shame somebody for being down about their body because that a that does not help. Yeah. And. B, I just think it's such a very personal thing. And if some, like I have a friend who got a nose job who has never regretted that decision at all. Yeah. And I thought her nose was beautiful and unique the way it was before, but it's not really about what I think. It's yeah. about how she feels. And if she's happy with that and she felt like it was a good investment for her to feel more comfortable, who am I to say, you know, fuck you, you should really embrace your nose. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's yeah. not helpful. So yeah, to be like, uh, that problem that you have yeah. with your body, um, you don't have a problem. So stop being a fucking idiot. Right. <laughs> you fucking loser. Right. Yeah, like that's not going to help. And I also think there's like a balance to it, right? Like when I think about my own chest, I like the way that my chest balances out the rest of my body. Like yeah. I like my, I have a pretty dope shape. I think yeah. I, um, I have very exaggerated features in my body, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Like a little waist and then. Big tits and then big hips and then yeah. big thighs. Like I just, you know, like I saw a picture of this super muscly dude the other day and my friend showed me and I was like, oh, his thigh shape is just like mine and <laughs> I didn't have to do anything for it. Um, you know, but like the thing about that is that on the one hand, I really like that. And then, the, but then on the other hand, if I had the option free of charge to have a uh, like a min- minimization, minimization. Is that right? Yeah, it just sounds weird. Well, like you know, like like a get, breast, like yeah. minim- minimizing, yeah, McMinimins, McMinimins, yeah, If I could have that surgery, which my mom had, I would. Of course, I would do it. I mean, yeah. For I mean, obviously, for some people, it is like it's a legit problem. Like with the with the Botox and like the not the full forehead, but just that little part. I know like a lot of people who have like tension, get tension headaches and yeah. And my sister has what's called TMJ. Oh yeah. I have that shit. Yeah. And the Botox in your jaw really yeah. helps with it. Oh. So I was thinking of gifting my sister some Botox. That's no, but, but I, those are real things. That's yeah. not, I don't feel like that's the, that's a body positive issue though. If you're getting Botox for like legitimate things, like, yeah. but also, but also anti-aging is its own legitimate thing. If you live and work in Hollywood and you're trying to get ahead, like, fuck, I am around people all the time who are like 23 years old yeah, who are like leaps and bounds ahead of me. And like preventative Botox. And well, not even like preventative Botox, but I mean, like I can understand how this is again. It's like, yeah, there's, there's how you appreciate yourself. And then there's all of the things from society that push back that may have you some days feeling better about yourself than others. And you know, if, if, that investment makes me feel better about myself. I mean, it's not my, it's not anybody else's thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. I've, I've been, uh, I feel like I've been trying to keep some of my more like out there body positive stuff to myself Mm. just because there is an exhaustion level where you're like, I can't sit here and, tell us like a certain person or whatever like every time they say a disparaging thing about themselves yeah be like no you're wrong whatever right. sometimes they're it's just not, like it's actually not mm. usually that helpful that's the thing it's like yeah. i hear like i've heard size two people be to me like oh my god i look so fat or i feel so fat and i just like laugh at them because yeah. i'm like cool well i ate breakfast the size of you this you know today yeah. but like i just think that they are it's it's not helpful in those moments to be like, oh, you're not. For one thing, I'm much bigger than them, so that's not helpful anyway. <laughs> They're like, sure, well, of course you would say that. Yeah. But then the other thing, too, is like how we feel about ourselves in those moments. I mean, those are people, that's somebody who's expressing in the moment that they feel even a tiny amount of pain. You know? Yeah, but it's also, it's it's a different, like, 
there is a thing when you say like, oh, I feel fat or I feel this. It's you actually are feeling something else. It's just yeah, an easy way to say it. Like I feel insecure. I feel yeah. I feel not pretty or I feel whatever. Just like I started doing this joke that is not going over as well as I'd oh, hoped. Oh, here it is. Workshop um, it. Just basically, it's a do- a joke where I'm like, I don't want to hear about other people's diets anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about, I don't want to validate anyone's diet. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, I just got very annoyed with going out with friends and having them say, I want this, but it'd be so bad. Oh, I'm, like, I'm going to mm-hmm. have this because I'm being bad right now. And mm-hmm. I just was like, I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired. Yeah. Like my friend was is doing keto and she's, and I was kind of like, man, don't, I mean, sure, whatever, don't. And they were like, yeah, but but I did this and that and, and whatever. And I was like, I literally just said, I'm not here to validate your diet. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, I'm like, and the joke is basically. I mean, good for you, though, in that real scenario, yeah. by the way. I was like, I'm sorry. I know you want to tell me, like, how many carbs your wine has, but I'm not <laughs> here to, like, make you feel good about that. Right. So I'm not going to you feel bad about it. But right. I'm not here to. To be your bounce board of like, your diet you're doing is, great. Yeah, your diet is morally neutral to me. Yeah, it's whatever you want. And and although it does bum me out when they're when I know the reason why they're doing it yeah. or when they get into the, I'm so bad, I'm, be, I'm being bad. I want to be good today. I want to be bad today. I'm just mm-hmm. like, ugh, I can't do it. And um, the joke that I've been doing is basically being like, if you need validation mm-hmm. for denying yourself pleasure, go join a religion. Oh, shit. Yeah, and just be like, I'm not here to be your priest. Oh, you can't fuck. confess it to me. And I get this mixed response of people being like, huh, huh, And then some women being like, fuck, yeah, yes. <laughs> and then it's just, I can feel some people being like, all right. That girl. You yeah, they're I mean? not ready they're for like, that. They're, they're not, not ready. ready. And that is that is definitely I've been trying to play with that part of comedy of mm-hmm. of doing like more of the anti-diet culture stuff, but people are not ready. No, people are very No one very, is ready to hear that. Very married to their body issues. Oh. And that's one of the other reasons why I think like a lot, you know, you really got to feel it out. Like sometimes in those moments people are ready to hear it and they're like, "You know what? You're right. Thank you." Like yeah. I had a moment with a client who's a very good friend of mine now. Um, I don't see her nearly often enough, but uh, I went shopping with her and she put something on and she was like, oh, I just don't like the way my body is in this. And I was like, it's not you, it's the dress. We'll just yeah. find you a dress that fits you. And yeah. she, and for some reason, like saying that really snapped her out of it. She's like, oh shit. I just did not realize that I was talking about my body the way that I, that yeah. I was. You know, sometimes we're not even conscious of the fact that we are saying disparaging things. It's like yes. so normal to be insecure. It's like expected that you will be. Yeah. I mean, look, like you look at like, she's so beautiful and she doesn't know that she's beautiful. Like that whole thing, that whole, you know, <laughs> all, all the things like that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that was um, good. But you know, just like that, we've had that in our minds for so long. Yeah. That, uh, it is really easy to get tied up in those things it, because it's expected. You're supposed to have insecurities. If you don't have insecurities, what's wrong with you? Yeah, right? exactly. You're weird, so. and then you're going to start an uprising, and the revolution will begin. Right. So I'm mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just trying to work on. I'm trying to get to that. Uh, how do we make it palatable where people will not automatically shut down and feel and feel bad? And yeah. you're just like, I'm actually. The joke is is to actually make you realize that you don't have to be in the world of feeling bad, which also I will fully 100% admit, you talked to me last week when I was in therapy, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I want to die every day. So, like... We all... Look, and not, I mean, like, not really real. die, but just no, be like... No, but that's real. That's the thing, is, like, depression, how we feel about ourselves, yeah. how we feel about our bodies, like, all of those things go together. Yeah. You know... But this is what I started doing. Oh, good. I started buying myself... Yes. Really sexy lingerie to wear for nobody but me. Fuck yes. Um, I actually went to Torrid mm-hmm. and they were having a nice bra sale. And I bought matching bra and panties mm-hmm. and it was great and I felt pretty and I got to wear it for a suitor who did not notice or give a fuck. But I was <laughs> like, I know I look good. Yeah. Oh, I got to tell you about this. Um, I hooked up with a tennis pro. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. Wait, um, Andre so, Agassi? Or? No, not Andre. Yeah. I wish, but okay. Wait, can I keep guessing? So I I'm only this, know like I'm two. A, I'm gonna tell this sexy, <laughs> these sexy stories. Roger Federer. <laughs> Is that his name? I don't remember his name. Kevin Federline. He's not. No. I literally don't remember this person's <laughs> name. <laughs> It was a one-time fun thing. He's not even actually a tennis pro. No, he probably wasn't. No. He went to tennis. There was a tennis racket in his apartment. He was... (laughs) Does that count? He was on the tennis team in high school. That counts. He did did have... um, a little bit of a psychopath apartment, meaning that there was like no furniture in the oh, apartment. No. And then I found out and just because someone floor. was going through a breakup. Oh, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Um, so he was a sad tennis pro, oh. and it was. Um, so this is what happened. I was in New Orleans, right? And I did some great shows, super fun. Mm-hmm. I ended up hooking up with two people. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hooked up with a tennis pro, and then I hooked up with this bodybuilder. Hmm. And two wildly different body types for me. I'm yep. trying to actually explore different male body types mm-hmm. and like just be accepting of like everything because I think I have ingrained in me the stigma. Mm. So I'm trying to like really just be mm. like, I'm here to like people regardless of what they like look like Whitman and just sample, enjoy it. sampler. I'm Whitman's? here for the Whitman. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here for the coconut cream. Yes. I'm here for the caramel. Always the caramel. I like okay. that little crispy ones, kind of like a Butterfinger. Uh, I'm here for that. I'm here for the mm-hmm. toffee. I'm here for all of it. Mm. So Cherry. I'm, I, you know what? I'm not ready for You know the cherry. what? I don't like the nougat ones. Sorry, anyway. Yeah, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Some of these I'm not ready for, for okay? Yeah. I just not, I don't like the nougat, Okay. Okay, can you can that. you blame me? I'm with you. No. Does the, it mean I'm anti nougat? No. Ones are bad. Yeah. If, does this mean I'm not going to give you know fruity nougats no. jobs? No. Give them. Give them. I'm jobs. just not into fruity nougat. It's okay if you're not into fruity. <laughs> you know what? Not everybody is here for fruity nougat. Yeah, but there are people who somebody, love fruity nougat. Somebody somewhere has got to like fruity it. Nougat. They make it right. They, somebody must like it. <laughs> so, one grandma. It's gross. Just grandma. one grandma. When she dies, there will be no more fruity nougats. <laughs> uh, they have like a like a thing on the board, just like in the office. <laughs> just crossing them out. She's still alive. Uh, oh. Bethany passed. She's Two left. Dead. That's it. So new flavor. So we, so I uh, hooked up with um, this tennis pro. Um, I'll say like just very like legitimately like handsome white dude. Okay. Like whatever you're imagining, that's what it is. Cool. Bodybuilder, much bigger, like bigger, <laughs> bigger body, like much more like of a stocky build. Freddie, very, Freddie very Prince cute. Jr. Is Freddie Prince Jr. Okay. Exactly is what you're yes. is what you're doing. So um, hooked up with a uh, um, tennis pro. It was fine, but <laughs> it was a little awkward. Oh. And this person ghosted on me the next day. Yeah. Right. Which which I'm fine. Look, if you're just legit to hook up. Mm-hmm. Like, we both know yeah. that. So yeah. don't tell me you're going to come to my show the next day. No. Or oh. tell me you're going to have sex with me again. And then ghost on me. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I'm like, you don't have to do that. Yeah, we don't have to. Let's just right? be adults here and be like, we both know this is a one-night stand and we can keep it that exactly. way. Exactly. So he ghosts. Next day, hang out with Bodybuilder. Bodybuilder is such a sweetheart. Stays the whole night. Hell okay. Yeah. Cuddles the whole night. Hell yeah. It's also like a fucking furnace. Yes. I was so sweaty. Super hot, but good in cold weather. Good in cold weather. Really just like like touchy, lovely, stayed mm. over. Next day, bought me breakfast. Oh my God, right? I love Bodybuilder. But guess who's the only one I can fucking think about? Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. God damn it. Ghosting. And that's like Wait, the weirdest. I, I don't understand it. I need a Bodybuilder. I need a better um, name for him. We'll call him... Schwarzenegger Jr. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Baby Schwartz. Baby Schwartz. Call him Baby Schwartz. Okay, so Baby Schwartz. <laughs> baby versus, Schwartz. Sweetheart. Um, lovely. FPJ. Yeah. Southern, like very Louisiana Southern. Oh, shit. I will say, we went to breakfast. He's like, oh, Wait, I got to Are you I still gotta, talking to him? No, I don't talk to either of them. But could you keep talking to the bodybuilder? I could, but... Could you? No. Oh, I want you to. No, I'm trying to like legitimately find love now. All right, fine. Okay, so. <sighs> I just really want to hear, a, I love New Orleans accents. He didn't have one. He just kind of like a Southern. Oh, okay, then fuck it. It was just like, so, it was a little no. bit, a little bit. No, there's so, like a New Orleans accent that just like. It's crazy oh my weird. God. It does turn your panties into edible undies. It is though a little Brooklyn-y. Have you heard it? It sounds kinda. a little bit New Yorkish. Well, I kind of see that. Yeah. Which is weird. I would never have thought of that had you not said it. But it's it's beautiful. It is. And you're just like, oh, no. So I... 
please do play that trumpet. <laughs> play me like one of your play trumpets. Play that skin flute. Mm, so gross. So gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. So like this is how Southern this, this dude was, right? So like we're getting ready to go for breakfast and he's just like, oh, check out my knife. And so he shows me his knife, and then I'm like, oh, this dude brought a knife to do a Tinder date. <laughs> what? And he's like, flaying around. He's like, this is my knife. My and husband has about his a knife. knife that he carries around. Yeah, but you're married. I am <laughs> got married. Got a first date hookup. No, that's weird. Yeah, so that's I was like, like, look at this cool thing I got. Yeah, check out my knife. And I was like, okay, cool. And then we go, and he goes, oh, I need to get my backpack. It's got all my stuff in it, you know. It's like oh, I can't, I can't leave my backpack. I was like, yeah, of course. And he's like, yeah, it's got like my wallet, got my gun in there. And I was like, no, this is too what? much. Where is he going hunting? I was, yeah, I was like, I was like, uh, your, your gun? You brought your gun? And he's like, yeah, I brought my gun wherever I go. No, it's a so and so, whatever. Over. And in my head, I'm just like, that is so crazy and southern. But wait, that like they just like they're, it's just so it's normal. not a thing. It's wait, not a thing to them. Would you feel differently though if he was like, check out my knife, and he pulled it out and it was like fully covered in Swarovski crystals? It'd be a dope knife. What I, if it had like you know how there, there's there's those pens? He's a where little Liberace. It. it has like a little lady in it, and you flip it, and then her dress comes off. Ooh! What if it had that? That on would be the side cool. Of the knife. What if his Would gun had that? I'm so saying. Of the gun. I was getting there. <laughs> Would you feel differently about that? I didn't them? see the gun. He didn't show me his gun. What if it was a water gun? Like. Or like, uh, I don't know what I other kind of gun. It's a there gun. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to make it make it not as nice. No, it was I'm, a just, legitimate I'm just gun. like trying to think of like what if it turned <laughs> what would be the other, the alternative reality of that? That like he's like, yeah, my gun, and then it's like. Oh, actually, just like it's, it's a hot an ear glue gun. gun. Oh, it's a hot glue gun. Because he needs to craft yeah, at he's, all times. Yeah, he's a, he's a real craftsman. He's very crafty. But um, it was, I just was thinking about this and like how frustrated I am that I'm so focused on the one who was the garbage guy mm. versus the one that was so nice. I mean, to be fair, he didn't show you his knife, did he? No, I probably yeah. respected him more. Been, he did show oh. me his rackets. His rackets, His were rackets. they also decked out in bling? No, they looked well, old. Then that's not... And, yeah. then, and then I saw his actual racket. We, had a, we, had oh. a, we double bageled, you know what I mean? Oh. That's his a, downtown racket. That's a, that's a um, term. I'm, he showed you his... His, his love 40. His tube of tennis balls. His, yeah, he showed me, which look very similar to your earrings. <laughs> I am wearing tennis ball <laughs> earrings. It's true. I wore them just for this Freddie Prince Jr. moment. I mean, I don't know if that has anything to do with fashion or body positivity. No, but no I that just, does. I just think it's, I want, A, I wanted to tell people that I'm out here fucking. And uh, B, yeah, I know. I knew, I knew where this was going. You're like, excuse me, let me tell, you know. But B, I'm, I'm just, I think it also, it has to do with like all the insecurity of, cause I've been trying to think about this whole thing about fuck boys and how fuck boys only exist because we let them exist. Um, I want to give you an alternative to that. Okay. Fuck boys exist because fuck boys are fun to fuck. They are fun to fuck, but we also, not like, always, if we want to play with fire, yeah. we're going to get burned. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing is if you jump off a 30 foot cliff, you know, into the ocean, like it could be really fucking exhilarating. You yeah. could also hit some rocks going down. I don't want to hit rocks anymore. But like most of the time you don't hit rocks and it's great. But you sometimes you die. Also, whenever I hook up with a fella and they say something like, you're not going to put me in your bits, are you? Or like, oh, are you going to write a joke yes. about me? Always. That the to answer me, is yes, sir. Well, that to me, number one, is an omission. You're going to be a piece of shit to me. That's Because you know I only write about the people who are garbage. Right. And you're already admitting like, you're going to get a bit out of this. So you're like, yeah, let's keep going because I need new material. Why right? Not? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to turn these fellas into material. They were just... One was just a really nice, a nice, I think we'll talk about the bringing a gun yeah. to this knife show. I just really like it when, here's the gaudy positive side of it though, is like, I really like it when a dude has some fun little surprise that I wouldn't expect about them. Yeah. That is sort of silly Like or a glittery dick. Like a glitter dick. Okay. If they had a glitter dick, I'd be like, what? <laughs> How did you know? That's my favorite. <laughs> Um, no, I mean just, you know, things like that though, where they're, they're like, oh yeah, I really like, I'm, I think it's cool when dudes are like, I'm really into sneakers. Yeah. Um, I'm also though permanently, I, we, I don't know. I can't remember if we've gone on record record with this or not, 
but um, I am permanently attracted to pompadours. On, Forever and ever? On, like, any gender. If pompadours you, are sexy. Yeah. I mean, like, I apparently caught someone off guard recently where I was like, yeah, I'm married to a man, but I'm also not straight. Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> and, and apparently like secretly they were like whoa that's cool and I, I like didn't think about it because I lived in San Francisco for, for a long yeah. time <laughs> like I live in California like it doesn't even register to me that that's like a uh surprising thing to say yeah um but I yeah like my first crush was John Travolta in Greece that's never changed <laughs> and I am attracted to pompadours on all people like I legitimately I just did equality fashion week for my yeah. friend Nick Casey who um Nick ha- Nick is um, uh, trans. Yeah. And actually, uh, Nick's pronouns are they, them. Yeah. So I worked with Nick on their... on They were basically running Equality Fashion Week, which yeah. is in LA. They threw this whole thing together in a month. It was amazing. It was hosted by Carmen Carrera, who was an incredible yes. trans figure. Yes. Also incredibly beautiful. Like I was so awkward when I met her because I was just like, <laughs> God damn, you are the girl in high school who I was like afraid to talk to because I was just like, she's just so pretty and so cool. I don't know. I'll never relate to her. I'm yeah. just going to be awkward forever. That's Carmen Carrera in real life. I have to Google Carmen. Yeah, she's beautiful. But um, so Nick is, where was I going with this? I don't know. Oh, Nick uh, put together this amazing fashion show with multiple designers. And one of the designers, Dapper Boy, has a model that they've used in other shows where I've been like, oh shit. Are you in love? Let me tell you, you will be too because they have kind of like an Elvis vibe. I do love Elvis. Oh, fuck. I do. And this person, um, I don't know what their pronouns are or what their identity is, but they walk for Dapper Boy, who by the way has the best jeans. Also I'm going to have to now to Google this. Yeah. And it's B-O-I, by the way. Mustaches are my kryptonite. Oh, well, this person doesn't have a mustache. It's not like Freddie Mercury, but this is like Elvis. Elvis yeah. didn't have a mustache. No. But they sat down in the chair next to me at hair and makeup and got their hair <sighs> done. And I was just like... <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. To, I'm excited like, to Google this and see it. I just like think this person's so attractive. And then seeing them again at this fashion show, I was like, stop. <laughs> There are people that I don't care what they're, what you are interested in, like mm-hmm. what your uh, preference is. There are people that just have an essence of fuck that 100. you're just like, I well, love like it. The David Bowie effect. Yeah. Like David Bowie, if you just look at David Bowie, like just look at a photo of him real quick, he's not like necessarily someone you would pick as a sex symbol. Yeah. But David Bowie as like a whole personality and oh. being is just like, you oh know, like it doesn't even matter. Like there's so many different versions of David Bowie. I mean, I am kind of, of David Bowie. We have the same You are. Days. You're the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. But there's I just have... like, if you put it all together, yeah. he's like, he transcends, he transcends sexuality in lots of different ways. Yeah. You know, but he's also like, there's so many different versions of him and that's still true. Yeah. He's just, you know, but there's just some people are just like that. I want to, I need it. I, I want a style icon him. Like I want. I want to bring into my life icons like Bowie and Prince who had mm. that mystery about them. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a very open book, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Do I just told a whole lot of stuff. Sure. But I want more of the mystery. Mm. You know? Mm. Ugh. You know, one of the other things that is controversial about this though is that a lot of the people who have that kind of je ne sais quoi yeah. tend to be very thin. It's true. Right? Like Prince. Yeah, but he's also just tiny. Yeah, but like David Bowie. Yeah. You know? Like a lot of times we don't I, I What can't, about Truman Capote? Truman Capote what? I don't know. That was a random one. I he know. Was he, he a sexy? He have a je ne sais quoi? I don't know. Don't think so. I don't know. That little voice I just was like, he people. seemed kind of mysterious. I guess. <laughs> It's mysterious. That's a little different. <laughs> but no, but it's true. It's just like, you know, we don't have a lot of figures. And there's been a lot of discussion. This is not a discussion for me to have. We should put somebody in who's really qualified to talk about it. Yeah. But there have been a lot of discussions about people um, when we talk about, like, uh, particularly, like, androgyny. Yeah. Which is one of those things where it, a lot of people are, like, very tantalized by androgyny or very attracted to androgyny. But it's always waif. But it's always very, very thin people. Yeah. And so um, 
you know, that is one of the things that's talked about in the body positive community about how, especially in the queer community, a lot of times the figures that you see are not people who are anything but thin. They're not, yeah. they're, it's not necessarily like a diverse body How it's still, it still does conform to the very Western style of beauty in not, a way. It's, okay, so actually, and I was thinking about this the other day too. So yeah. it's not even just not Western because Eastern, you know, like... yeah. That could be very tiny and thin too. Um, but one of the things that we, we always talk about things in terms of West and East. Like we talk about, oh, Western yeah. culture versus Eastern culture. And I'm like, you know what? Like Africa doesn't really fit into Western or Eastern culture. How about patriarchal? Patriarchal fits better patriarchal too. Patriarchal. Okay, it's like, a very patriarchal standard of beauty. Yeah. But I just think about how, you know, a lot of times the way we talk about things is like, oh, East versus West. And yeah. it's like, well, what about like South America? What about Africa? Like, what about places where it, I guess it's East versus West, just know, white versus the That's rest really just of like what world. white people, that's how white people refer yeah. to things. They, it's Europe you know, versus the West, versus everything else. That's just, but that's, but that's the kind of language that like colonization does. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Mind yeah. changed. Oh, yeah. I'll, t- I'll change it to patriarchal. There it is. It is yeah. patriarchal. Fuck the patriarchy. God hundred percent. And with that, not gaudy positive. With that, that's the end of our is next it? of this one. Wait, can we? Okay. I mean, there's a. What do you want to add? I want to. I want to ask you a question. Oh, ask me a question. All right, I gotta find it. Well, we're at. The, we're over an hour now. I know. All right. <laughs> Who cares? It's not like it's TV. All right. I here. Here's the last. This is my last question. Okay. So I've been thinking about, you know, the show needs some taglines. We're third episode in or fourth episode in? This is the third episode. This is the third episode. I don't even know. Okay. Which of these, if any of them, is a tagline you would not feel gross about? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Gaudy positive, where being weird is wonderful. Okay. Okay. Gaudy positive, where, where it's way more fun to be weird. I think I needed to sell that one better. Okay. I don't don't like any, I don't, I'm not connected with any of those. Yeah. No, that's fine. We're going to keep going. Okay. Gaudy positive, where it's hip to be weird. Okay. Not connected with that. Uh, Gaudy positive, where weirdos are welcome. Okay. Maybe weirdos welcome. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And then gaudy positive, where weird is a compliment. I would say maybe where uh, weirdos welcome. Yeah. But I think we could do better. I think we totally do better. I think we do better. Gaudy positive. So I want people who listen to this to give us suggestions. Okay. Be if as you, annoying as you want. Yeah, give us a tagline. Gaudy positive. And if you're offensive, then we'll block you. And also we'll we copy the, your post and put it on yeah, the internet. We put the God in. Put the God in Gaudy. <laughs> hey. We put the God complex in Gaudy. Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> heartburn uh, from that one. Gaudy positive. Um, sup, <laughs> sup, check it out. <laughs> Is that good? That's good. Um, that we'll note. figure it out. Next one, we're going to have such a good tagline. Hell yeah. It's going to be the best. Totally. Guys, we'll talk to you next Monday. Um, oh, by the way, uh, in two weeks, I'm going to be in Seattle at the Comedy Underground. Go there. Go there. 25th to 27th. I want to go. It's going to be great. Okay. Seattle. Cool. And I'm Jenny Zagrino on all platforms. Uh, and I'm Kat Eves, and I will not be in Seattle, but I want to be. Yeah, but what's your Instagram? Oh, I'm on, I'm style ethic on yeah. everything. Well, there you go. Yeah. Goodbye, okay, right, guys. Bye.